You already know who's up in here. Yes, it's me and Con all up in That's what I do. Seriously. Uh, what I want to do is like, uh, I've been studying very closely the art of uh, seduction. Rap name oh, wait. Oh, seduction. I already got that on lock. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> With my hair all up in my face, this afro going on. If people could but see that. I, I wanted, like, I'm perfecting the, the John Ralphio, like, name rap. Like he always does. I don't know if you've seen John. You know John Raphael from uh, Parks, Parks and Rec? Rec? Yeah, man. Dude, he, I love John, uh, John Raphael. <laughs> that guy's amazing. That was freaking the best. I spent like, I don't. I was supposed to be testing my kids today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were doing like, they're getting ready for this big like uh, standardized test that they have to take at the end of April. And so they're like testing and while they're doing that. I'm like watching like John Raphael videos on YouTube and stuff. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's what teachers are doing during Zoom. Like, fight me. I don't care. I'm getting paid for this. It's amazing. But he was like, he had some of the best, like, name, like, he'll, like, he'll be like, K to the O to the N, I'm going to get whatever. And he'll just, like, figure out the rap. I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I'll get there. I promise. Next episode, I'm going to have a rap for all y'all names. I love when he would do, uh, when he would do, like, thing in, in song, like, certain things. Like, you know, like, yeah. he'd be like, and this isn't something he would say. I don't, I can't remember at the moment, but. He'd be saying like, "Cause I'm bankrupt." Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. Just to say something like that. I love that, dude. I can. <laughs> I just. I wish that there was just. I guess too much of him it would be too obnoxious. But I just loved when they, you know, had him in the in the show to pop in and, yeah, it was it's pretty dope. It was amazing. And the only reason why I bring that fool up is because we just finished watching Flora and Ulysses. Uh, which, by the way, if you guys haven't seen on Disney Plus, is probably like one of the better superhero movies, better than Endgame, better is like better than any of the MCU movies you've ever Shut seen up. in your life. You already lost Fight credibility me. when you say stuff like that, fool. <laughs> <laughs> you already, you already lost it, bro. Uh, dude, what I was thinking was just like, Dan, they're just trying to double dip on this free and uh, like the squirrel action, dude. Because right, isn't there gonna be like a Squirrel Girl movie or show? I don't, Coming sometime soon. I don't know. It'd be too hard to make that into a show, bro. Because according to the comics, she's beat up everybody in the Marvel universe. Dude, she beat up Thanos single-handedly. But they never show it. Yeah, they that's the joke. It, they, that's, that's the legend, joke. Though. Yeah, that's it's the joke. Is they never show her beating up anybody. But she just they uh they well, no what's the word they not that they assume but they um. They make it seem like she did beat up all these heroes in some way or something. So, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am one of your co-hosts. I'm the con. We got Jay. Nah. <laughs> I thought I lost you for a second. I was like, oh, shoot, his mic went out. <laughs> and it just glitched. It just kept going. <laughs> Dude. It's too much con in that, dude. Too much, dude. Yeah, too much yeah. is never enough. We got uh, no Uno today. He's uh, couldn't make it, but uh, we'll hopefully have him next week. We'll have the whole crew next week, so yeah, we'll see uh, if we can do that um, for next week. But let's talk, dude. About there's so much stuff to talk about right now, bro. But you know what, dude? Since you mentioned it, why don't you just give me a quick uh, review of uh, Flora and Ulysses? Is that right, Flora? The- Flora and Ulysses, yeah, it's it's actually like a very cute movie. Um, of course, as you guys know, Hazel's my daughter. She's amazing. She's fantastic. She's gonna be. Uh, she's gonna turn seven soon. So yeah. this is like right up her alley. This is like meant for her and and uh, girl dads and all that stuff. Like this is this is meant for us. So I, I mean, mean uh, the the girl Flora literally almost looks like Hazel, bro. <laughs> I mean, she kind of looks like her, like older though, but it kind of looks like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she has like the same, the same uh, inquisitive mind and and vocabulary. So it was actually pretty cool to like uh, hear the little girl talk because it did it did really remind me a lot of Hazel. Um, but uh, but it, it is a really it's a cool movie um, because it does it. It's very. 
I mean, I was just kidding when I said, like, it's one of the better, like, superhero movies. Like, it's not. But it is, uh, like, a cool movie to just kind of uh, bridge the gap between, like, what you would get in the MCU and, you know, what you get on, like, Disney Channel or something like that. So it's kind of like the the like the gateway movie to get you from, like, these, you know, cookie-cutter type of, like, superhero shows that you would get on, like, Disney Channel or Disney XD or whatever. Uh, and then, like, the MCU stuff, it's, like, a good, like, little, like, bridge into that. So um, that's cool. And the, and the cool thing, too, is that because it is a Disney movie, uh, it mentions a lot of, like, superheroes by name. So, like, the first couple of minutes, they already talk about, like, you know, Black Panther and those show, um, Captain Marvel, those show, like, all of these, like, well-known heroes uh and like they'll reference them in like in the movie too so i thought that was like really cool so again it just kind of like reinforces that bridge between like the mcu stuff that they have and then just like these like lighter more kid-friendly type of like superhero movies Um, cool it was was really good it was if you guys have a chance to watch it especially if you know you guys have you know little girls at home i think this will be something fun for them to watch for sure little boys can, can enjoy it too but i think it's kind of like it's it, it would it'll be really good for <laughs> you say little Arjun. boys little boys will like it too little boys yeah <laughs> we got the little boys uh bro i just uh i just by seeing the trailer i i think i want to see more of that squirrel yeah i know yeah <laughs> it looks dope though dude it looks uh yeah it looks pretty cool yeah it's, it is pretty dope like they they kind of go the only thing is that they don't really like they don't really go into what are the rules of like his powers or what he can or can't do. It's just kind of like, he just has all of these powers, um, which is, it does uh, he have powers because the trainer just makes it look like he's just a squirrel. Like he's just doing, no, like he legitimately has powers. Like he's super strong. He, uh, can fly. Uh, he can write, he writes poetry, which I think he would like, it comes like, (laughs) It touches touches my heart dearly uh, to have a poetry writing squirrel. Uh, I think it's pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, like he actually like, and it's not in anyone's like, it's not a figment of anyone's imagination or anything. Like the, this squirrel actually has these superpowers. These superpowers. So I'm kind of like, it is uh, like I am glad that they went that route and they didn't make it like all oh, this little girl is just coping and is just giving this squirrel like all of these like fantastical powers like it's like no like legitimately this squirrel can fly and does have super strength and can do all these different things because in the trailer Uh, when he says he's flying it just literally looks like somebody threw him and he's just like yeah (laughs) sorry through the air he's just like yeah 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 yeah, 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 so that's why i was like oh so it looks to her that he's got powers but maybe he really doesn't but it seems like he does so i gotta i have to watch it yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's dope. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, uh, like it's to stream. Like it's it's good to stream. Obviously, like I don't think I would have paid to watch this movie in the theater, but uh, <laughs> since, if you guys have Disney Plus, I mean, go ahead and watch it. It's pretty dope. That's cool, dude. Are you gonna pay to see Raya and the Last Dragon? Uh, probably because Hazel's like mad excited to watch that. Oh, she is so, really. But and I, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, dude, she loves that trailer. Um it looks yeah, good. We watch it, it does like, look good. Yeah, we we've watched it a bunch of times. So probably I think we'll definitely pay for that one. Cool. Or just let you pay for it and then we'll watch it off of your account. Hey what? What what? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? No, what was that Chappelle? Huh? Looking at you, Mulan. Huh? What? Yeah, yeah, I know. Huh? huh? No worries though. No worries, man. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, get it anyway. So I would definitely recommend uh, Florian Ulysses if you guys get a chance. It's actually based off a book, and I went, I went and actually bought the book. Uh, so we've been reading it with Hazel. Um, it's pretty cool because it kind of like cuts into this like comic, these like comic strip type of things uh, in between some of the pages. Um, so that's it gets fun for her to like look at, and then we kind of follow along the rules. So um, cool. not cool. follow along the rules, follow along the lines of what we're reading. Uh, so it's cool. So it's 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 dope. It's a good movie, and the book is really good too. So, bro, we were talking about uh, earlier before we started recording. We started talking about freaking TikTok, dude, and how addicting that can be. And yeah. there's a there is because you know 
speaking of the the squirrel, there's a there's a TikTok user who has those monkeys. What are those monkeys called? Um, the the ones like the kind that uh, Indy has in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What are they called? Do you know what they're called? Oh, uh, there's with an M or something. But, Remember. I know what you're talking about. They're like it's like the same type of monkey. It's like in every movie, right? Yeah, pretty much. Or like in, what was in Friends? It was kind of like one of those monkeys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he has yeah, one. I don't know what they're called. Ma- there's this with it. Something kombucha, kombucha monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> they're kombucha monkeys. No, I forgot kombucha what it's monkeys, <laughs> exactly. They're they're hipster monkeys. So um, he's got a the, the guy has these two monkeys. And all the monk, all that channel is, is people send him gifts because they love seeing him open up these gifts. That's all he does, dude. He opens up Amazon boxes pretty much. He opens up the stuff, yeah. and then he plays with it. Like in one of the best videos, is they give him a thermal, and he opens the thermal up, and he takes out the instructions, and he sits there like a little person going through the instructions page by page. <laughs> like he's just looking at it. And it the monkey, the monkey's name is George, and they're like, "Hey George, hey George, are you reading uh, the instructions?" And he's like, "Look at me, and he's looking." At, and then he he knows how to open up the the bottle. Put he puts the thing back in. He looks inside, and so dude, it's 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 super interesting to see him open up different things. Like they gave him one like this toy that has zippers on it. He gets in, he instantly knows how to open up the zipper. He's like opening the zipper. <laughs> He knows what to eat. He knows, like, they gave him a thing of ma- dried mangoes, and he, like, opens up the package, and he, like, he legit looks excited. He opens it up, and he's eating the mangoes. But he knows what to put in his mouth and what not to. <laughs> Bro. They t- I how excited you are about. It was like, so awesome. It's this. awesome. Like, hey, George, <laughs> you got a gift. Watching this, dude, is probably, like, the joy of my life right now. Bro. Oh, <laughs> you man. are so, like... I got to tell you, bro, it is it is like so weird of how interesting it is just to watch uh, this fool just open up um, all this stuff. It's called Here's Your Monkey Con- at Here's Your Monkey Contact on on um, on uh, TikTok. And it's just like addicting to watch just to watch this guy open the little monkey guy. I'm really like humanizing. <laughs> Open up these gifts and stuff, and and it's just crazy, dude. He's like, hey, exactly. hey George, like today, uh, they somebody <laughs> somebody sent them a mini hoodie, and that who puts it on. <laughs> you see a monkey, <laughs> monkey with a hoodie walking around. It's like you don't see that every day, bro. I was like, dude, I want a monkey with a hoodie too. Oh shoot, that's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's dope. Anyways, I just thought I'd bring it up because of the. Um, of the little squirrel running around, dude. It makes me want to watch that movie. Dude, everybody needs a pet like that, dude. Everybody needs a freaking pet. Well, I don't know. Dude. That one person had a monkey and it tore the lady's face off, so I don't know. <laughs> probably, probably hold back. Hold back on that. <laughs> hey, bro, let's talk. We didn't get to talk about last week uh, of a particular trailer that came out. I don't know, dude. It, it uh, had a kind of a catchy song. <laughs> I don't know if I blew somebody's ears out right now with that. Is this... Is the original Mortal Kombat probably more famous for its song than the actual movie? Oh, yes. Definitely. It probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. This is probably by far one of the best like theme songs ever. I'm gonna like, keep, all time. I'm going to keep the, the, the song in the background. I'm going to leave it playing while we talk about... The new movie that's coming out, actually on HBO Max. If they don't play this, if they don't play this movie, I mean this song, within the movie, I'm canceling my HBO Max, dude. (laughs) I'm canceling it on spot. Somebody did like you know the freaking like the the real nerds out there. (laughs) Actually, I just can't do it. I'm listening to the song in the background, and I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> song is How is it that this song is more famous than the actual movie, bro? But anyways, go ahead. Dude, apparently, apparently they freaking use they do use the song in the trailer. Apparently, I don't know how true that is, 
But then, but then they like it, it's it's kind of remixed in the background. If there's not a like montage the, of fighting while this song is in the background, this movie's trash. <laughs> yeah, the movie's automatically. garbage. Automatically. <laughs> Dude, this song is freaking four minutes long. <laughs> like, this song does not have to be that, that long. We gotta, we gotta keep talking it's, about this movie. It's, it's, literally like a, it's literally like a 30 second loop, and yet they managed to like stretch it out to like five minutes. Right? It's ridiculous. All right, we'll pause it. Just, just a yell, dude. That is just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. No, um, so they're remaking this movie, and honestly, dude, I gotta admit that the this. Remake actually looks pretty good. I mean, it actually I, looks pretty not, good. I was legitimately surprised at how great this movie looks. And and I think what really is selling it is the fact that they're making it gory, right? Like, they're not, like, the fact that they gave us a Red Band trailer for this movie, like, already tells you that they're in the right direction. They're headed in the right direction. They're including fatalities in this, uh, dude. The actual fatalities. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Exactly. Even, like, the first scene when they show, like, uh, Jack's, you know, like, the kind of, like, the origin story as to how he got his freaking arms, like, they legitimately show that whose arm just shattering, like, and all the, like, frozen blood and everything just kind of <laughs> yeah. coming out. Like, that is... Or like that set the tone for the movie like perfectly, dude. That trailer like, was. This is what we're gonna get into, and I love. I no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the trailer was pretty good, and it had some pretty like scenes that I was like, dude, I'm in, I'm in already, bro. But uh, that one scene where uh, Sub Zero, of course, is fighting with Scorpion. Let's go, and yeah. uh, he slashes him, and and the blood. Yeah, I tell he tell us all the time. Exactly, and the blood, yes, the blood dude. freezes it into a, like a dagger, and he like stabs that food with his own blood. Dang, dude, that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah, good. that was awesome. That's uh, I was trying to find. Uh, I'm trying to find the um, the the guy that they have playing uh Scorpion. I know he's uh. He yeah, he's in the, a, the Japanese uh, um, actor. But the fact that they're using him as, like, Scorpion, I'm kind of glad that they went with, like, a an older actor to kind of portray this uh, character. And, like, the fact that they picked him, too. He has, like, such a perfect look. His name is he- Hiroyuki Sanada. I kind of give, like, a Hispanic twist on that. He did. Hiroyuki dude. Sanada. He's like from He's playing Baldur Hanzo Hasashi Scorpion. Um, he's he, an awesome actor. He's in a lot of stuff. We were talking about like some of the things that he that we've seen him in before. Like he was in The Last Samurai. He was actually like in in Endgame too. Because I remember we were talking about that. We were we had just watched it again, and I remember seeing. It, I was like, oh shoot! Like I totally forgot that he was one of those like he was one of the Yakuza bosses that uh, Hawkeye slash Ronin fights in that movie. Um, but he's, uh, this guy's amazing and I'm, I'm glad that they use him as like Scorpion. Um, and that they didn't use like this newcomer guy, the, like the younger guy, I forget what his name is. Um, but they didn't use him to kind of like become like the Scorpion. The Scorpion of, uh, the story. Like the, of the story. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm super, I'm excited about this dude. Yeah. I think the fact that they are like playing into like how gory uh Mortal Kombat actually is and that's kind of like the draw for it too right like we were expecting it to be uh super bloody and gory and uh they just had so many good scenes in this dude like that whole like feudal Japan part like I was saying like the the scorpion character um seeing him like the origin of his like the dagger thing that he has like the scorpion signature like weapon that he uses uh Kind of how that comes to be, like how he de- like puts it together and stuff. I thought that was pretty dope. Uh, how they showed that, like that whole that whole sequence, that whole scene, is so sick. So I'm excited for this, dude. Like it, it is awesome. Yeah, it looks great, dude. I can't wait. I mean, it does it does look really. Um, it's really leaning onto the whole why what made this, uh, not just the movie but the game famous. It's the gore, the the gore in it. And so having these fatalities, it's going to be a trip to actually check those out. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's cool that they have a lot of, uh, you know, I'm just kind of, like, going through the list here. But they have, like, you know, 
they have like all your mainstays, right? Like they have Sonya Blade, Kano, Raiden, Liu Kang, Shang Tsung, Jax. Uh, they have Kung Lao, and then of course they have like Sub Zero and Scorpion. Um, so it's, it's Goro. bringing like, and they have that shot of like Goro too. I think like Melina or Melena, however you say her name, like mm-hmm. she's in this too. Uh, so I think Reptile's in this at some point too. I think you see there's like a shot of him in this too. So it's cool that they're bringing like all these characters in um, that just kind of made the the game, this whole franchise, like, so special and amazing. So I'm excited for it, dude. And I'm glad that it's coming to uh, HBO Max. All the stuff that's coming out on HBO Max, dude, it's, like, freaking ridiculous. You know, it's, like, well, for one, man, I'm happy that they're putting out, like, full-on movies and stuff. You mm-hmm. know? So I'm 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 out with that, dude. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm glad that they're putting, like, you know, I don't have to go to a movie theater and stuff. At least not yet, you know? And so I'm glad right. they're doing that for you know for some time. So uh, next week we're gonna talk about a little uh, preview about what's coming in in March because there's some big movies that are coming in March and we're definitely gonna kind of preview it a little bit and see what we can uh, uh, discuss with you guys about what's coming up and what you should be watching and recommending all this stuff. So uh, we'll leave it at that for for next month. Um, the one thing I was uh, looking for too, and I think uh, what we what just came out too is that we know at least we have dates for the next. Um, aside from we know that uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is next month, and obviously we'll talk about that next week. But we also know that now that in June we're gonna have the Loki show. Oh dang! The or Loki's own that. show. Yeah, I guess it's just called Loki, but the Loki show sounds stupid. But it's a uh, that was just me saying that <laughs> that Loki show, the, the Loki show. But it's uh yeah Loki sounds like sounds like my dad's old uh, club that he used to go to freaking Kenjo <laughs> Kenjo the Loki show. Uh, hey dad, on the bus. Wait, 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 Loki show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like, dude. Or the like, freaking uh the the place that used to be by in uh. That one like bar place they used to be in Karehe next to TNA tacos. What was it, was it like called? The Club. Oh yeah, was it was like the, the Luki, the Luki Club, the Luki Club or something like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, bro. I forgot about that. That that bar looked like Loki? no one oh, would dude. go. Bro, did you did you notice that that it looked like there was no one in there? That's it was it always like, like closed, and I guess maybe because we were always there like in the morning time, I guess, but like. The, yeah, the, you never saw anybody coming in or out of that place, but it was always there. Like, nobody, it never got torn down. It never got boarded up. <laughs> it was always just there, dude, the freaking Lucky Club. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. I, I just, um, yeah, I just I thought about when you, when you said that about that, that bar, I just remembered, like, it was like, there was no people there. But there were times I would see the door open, but, like, where were the people at? Yeah. <laughs> What's going in there, bro? That's so weird. Anyways, yeah, dude, finally we're getting... Okay, so this is a good segue to jump into what I think we're going to talk about the most, bro. It's, I think WandaVision has, has just exceeded all expectations, bro. And so we know that we have all these other um, you know, shows coming out on Disney+, Plus uh, with the Falcon and the Soldier coming out next month, and then now we're having in, in June, we're having... Uh, uh, Loki's own uh, show, um, and who knows? I mean, there's theories out there what it's about and whatever. So it's kind of cool to have these other shows that are coming in, man. But man, dude, Disney is like really p- pulling out all the st- what, what is it? Putting out all the stops on this. Like they're really like just do- are just doing their best to give us like some. Quality, high quality shows, bro. It's crazy. It's not even fair, dude. At this point, it's literally like, like they are just printing money at this point. Like in terms of like quality and the stuff that they're putting out, like they had a hit show with the Mandalorian, right? Like everybody was a cultural phenomenon. Like that freaking Grogu, Baby Yoda, all that mess, like just took over completely. Um, 
WandaVision, not so much in, in, in those terms, but it, it's definitely like the talking point of every conversation that you try to have now. And it's true. Like if you don't stay up late to like, you know, on a Thursday night to try to watch the, the new episode, you know, right at midnight or whatever, um, you know, you're, you have to avoid all social media and you have to like avoid having conversations with people because this is what everyone wants to talk about now. Like everyone is trying to get their theories and, and want, want to know what's going on and what's going to happen and make their predictions. So freaking Disney dude just knocked it out of the park again with another show. And this time with their first entry into phase four of the MCU of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is what's kind of kicking us off. And I think it's honestly like the perfect way to get us going. I think the crazy thing is that it wasn't meant to kick us off. You know, like this wasn't really like, I think Black Widow was supposed to be the first thing that we got in terms of like phase four. Yeah, yeah. So Black, Black like, Widow was supposed to bring us into phase four. If you look at what the what was supposed to happen was we were supposed to get Black Widow. Then we would get in, um, in November, we'll get the Eternals. Followed by um, the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then WandaVision. That's sort of what the calendar was for for 2020. Mm. But you know, obviously the pandemic came; it just like moved everything over. And then we start Phase Four with WandaVision. So that's crazy to me. But I wanted to I wanted to kind of um, point out something that you said about WandaVision that it's like almost the talking point on everyone's mind, right? About WandaVision, yeah. the theories. But, dude, I have not seen, not even with The Mandalorian. Now, Mandalorian's a great show, dude. The Mandalorian was great. It 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 was a phenomenon. It, it created all this hype for Baby Yoda, for Grogu. And um, just, it was amazing. It was great. But I don't think it's, I mean, this is a hot, hot take. I don't think it's reached. Hot take, dude. Uh, I don't think it's reached a level the way WandaVision has in terms of community. Like, mm. if you go out and look on, on here I go with TikTok again, dude. TikTok or uh, Twitter or even IG, but I think even more with, uh, I see so much on TikTok, dude. I don't know if I see if, if it's on anywhere else, but people who have created accounts just to theorize stuff on WandaVision. On, yeah, on, uh, and, and then they're, I'm sure they're going to go into like other things because that's one thing that WandaVision is doing, right? It's just opening opportunities for so many other things. I've never seen a show do that. I think that's what's so impressive about WandaVision is that you get so, you know, into the story because you don't know anything. It's like, what's going on? Really, what's happening here? Yeah. <clears throat> but now with all these people just talking about, like, this is going to lead us into bringing, uh, and these are theories. This is not, not no spoilers because we don't know this, but everyone's thinking... This is how we're going to get the Fox uh, uh, mutants, right? How we're going to get the mutants into the well, X-Men, into the MCU. Uh, we're going to have... Um, I, mean, I don't want to hmm? interrupt you, but I mean, it's, that's already like a fact, though. Like, it already happened. Like, Evan Peters is like the Fox... Quick, like Fox's Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. So... But that's, like only, this, one. that's this, only one. We're thinking... We're talking about how do we introduce mutants at all and so that's the thing right everyone's yeah. like how are we gonna introduce it well everybody's like okay and i dude i learned a lot actually i'm watching these some of these videos and they're like oh shoot i didn't i didn't see that like i missed this little thing mm -hmm. they're like dissecting everything bro. bro i think i think i said this last week too where there was uh when when she gets a call about who the engineer is i literally screenshot it on my iPad and I was like trying to like zoom in to see if I could see a name or a number on there, dude. I couldn't see it, but yeah, I, I tried, dude. I was like, "This say Reed Richardson." So it um, it's just I think it's like one of the shows that has created this like uh, community of people for, to talk about it to say where is it going, what's gonna happen. So yeah, it's crazy, man. But let's talk about the last yeah, episode. Oh, go ahead. Like go ahead. And no, I was gonna say, just like in contrast to like what what you were saying, mm -hmm. like I think the Mandalorian, like if we're holding it like in uh, like those two next to one another, like what WandaVision has done so well is like to end on a cliffhanger pretty much every single episode. Like we haven't felt like a like a real resolution 
in any one of these episodes, like, at all yet. Like, every episode always ends with something lingering or something, like, it, like left unsettled or undone, which they've, like, just done masterfully, where you're just left with this anticipation of, like, shoot, I need to go. And for us, this is, like, this is our like territory here because this is like we go spoiler hunting hunting after you know after this episode comes out and we're just there constantly wanting to know like oh what did the behind the scenes like say about this like well what are some of like the the leak you know uh uh lot like backlot pictures saying about this character this character or whatever so like this is this is one of those shows that is kind of like tailor-made for people like you and me who are constantly searching and looking and wanting to find out what's actually happening. Um, you know, the Mandalorian didn't really do that. It was always kind of like, oh, okay, let's move to the, like the next part of like the adventure exactly. or whatever. Exactly. They really leave you with anything like anticipation. Of, like, oh, what's going to happen next? It's just kind of like, oh, okay, he kind of finished that mission. Like, let's see what happens the next episode. This one is like, no, dude, like what's going to happen <clears throat> to Vision now? Is he just a figment of her imagination? Like, what, what's what's now we know it's uh, Agatha Harkness, right? It's not Agnes anymore. And what does her inclusion into like this whole world mean for Wanda herself? And I think like it's just all these threads that are kind of left. And it, I think it's just fantastic that we get to dive in and just figure it out. I think own. I think part of it also is the fact that it's so short. That that yeah. it, it's so short, so it doesn't give leave you like. I don't want to say that doesn't leave you satisfied because we, I am satisfied about what I saw of what, what's going on, but it does leave you kind of like, oh, I want more. Like, you know, I, I, maybe even if it went longer, you still get kind of that feeling, but I think it even amplifies the fact that you just got so little of something so good that you're like, I want more of it, you know? Like, so it's, it's, it's just crazy that um, this show has done that. And, and this show has opened up so many possibilities that can happen, right? We're looking at, x-men probably coming in we're looking at the fantastic four has talked been talked about uh there's talks about uh obscure marvel characters that could be a, a part of it um and uh we've even heard so far right now that uh this is well i think this is fact because it's been said that this movie is actually gonna uh, be followed up or be directly impacted by or it's gonna directly impact spider-man 3 and of course, this movie is supposed to lead into uh, Doctor Strange to um, the Multiverse of Madness, and so, um, which is going to be so hard because if this leads into that, we have to wait like two years, like twenty twenty two, till we get to see that movie. Oh but my God. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. Um, it's just so crazy about having all this, all these things that 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 could happen because of this one show. That's what's crazy about it. How this show is just opening up so many, so many possibilities, man. So, dude, uh, the one thing that, mm-hmm. that that I think is is crazy though is that it wasn't even intended to do that though. Like, uh, you know, we were talking about this wasn't supposed to be how this kind of got kicked off, but these dudes are such great storytellers, I think, and they managed to like utilize this and leverage it to make sure that this this one. And, and I'm curious to see, like, if it changed at all, like, in the process of, like, them making it, if they had to, like, redo some parts or do something different. Um, so that now this is kind of, like, the tree that is branching out into all of these different universes, kind of like you were talking about. Like, this is going to open up all of these new storytelling avenues. And, you know, maybe they were waiting for that stuff to happen later, you know, in the MCU, uh, like in the timeline or whatever, but it's just crazy to see now. Like they're at the point where they can use this one show to like open the door for so many other things to happen. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. So let's talk about real quick. Um, we don't have to dissect this last episode, but there were a couple of things that I wanted to kind of bring out, and one of them, and I wanted to see what your reaction was. Uh, one of them was that the whole the internet was on fire about are is this aerospace engineer in fact. Reed Richards, and were we going to be introduced to the patriarch of the Fantastic Four, and was it going to be John Krasinski or not? Because if it wasn't, we were going to riot, right? If it wasn't John Krasinski as freaking Reed Richards. But 
we did get to see that. In fact, dude, this is a package deal, dude. If it's not, yeah, if, if it's not John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, like I, I'm out. I'm already done. <laughs> You're done. They they messed up already. No, uh, um, yep. I was like really excited. I thought they were gonna show him, and then, wah, wah, wah. they didn't. It was like yeah. Major Goodner. Who the heck is Major Goodner? What the heck is that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, I feel kind of, I didn't want to say I was let down because these, these were all expectations we put upon ourselves. Like Disney didn't, you know, tease us about Fantastic Four or anything. These were just right. the community talking about it. But um, I read somewhere that said that, or uh, maybe somebody's comment was saying that one of the reasons they feel like they didn't put it is because it would take all the attention that's been being built up on Wanda and Wanda and Vision and the whole, you know, story arc that's there that the Fantastic Four would probably take all that away and it's just all that build up would be for nothing and then um, I was hearing that I was like that makes sense because you, you I, although I want it I'm selfish and I want already to see if it's going to be uh, a Fantastic Four you know origin story not origin story but a, a cameo I guess um, yeah. but it's true that it might take away from all this that's been going on with WandaVision. You don't want to take anything away from that or for what's going on there. So that made sense. But I was kind of, I was a little bit like, oh, man, it's not him, you know? So I don't know. If, what, I mean, did you Dude, feel the same thing or what? Yeah, tell me why, like, my heart was legitimately pounding when she says, like, oh, there they are. So I was like, oh, it's not just one person that she's waiting to see. Like, it's a group of people. Oh, so, like, dang. when she they're coming over the hill on that thing and she says like oh there they are i was like bro don't tell me i'm just i'm gonna see johnny storm i'm gonna see ben Grimm. like i'm gonna see all like reed richards sue richards like i'm gonna see these characters just standing there and this is how we're gonna get their introduction uh but then yeah but it, i think it was like a self-imposed expectation that we put on ourselves uh because of like you said this community that was built up all these things that connections that people were trying to make uh, that weren't hinted or weren't like promised by anyone, but we were just trying to connect the dots and make them like fit into what we wanted. Um, so you can't really hate on like Disney for not doing anything in that sense there. But, uh, but I was, yeah, I think I was with you, you know, it just feeling a little let down. Um, but I think it's true though, like introducing the Fantastic Four, I think would be so monumental to like, all the comic book nerds that if if it, that would that would definitely detract from the whatever they're building here in WandaVision which is already so amazing dude like seriously I don't want Wanda to be a like a bad guy because I feel like her and and I think I mentioned this when we first talked about WandaVision her and Paul Bettany like Elizabeth Olsen and and, and Paul Bettany wanda and vision like they have such great chemistry together dude and they're so like good together that i don't want them to like not be together and like not be in scenes together to be like opposed to one another like i hope that they somehow keep them together uh because they just do so great like they're they're seriously just like a perfect pairing um yeah i will say like one thing about like uh be, be like you know before we kind of move on is uh you know a lot of uh, monica rambeau right like photon or or spectrum you know like was her superhero names um she was traveling in space a lot right like that was her main like job i guess before the blip happened and all this stuff um so the like maria rambeau no, no 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 monica rambeau right like she, oh yeah the daughter monica yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Maria so she was like, mm -hmm. Right. So she was like already kind of like up in space and doing all this stuff. Um, and this the show is kind of leading us to believe that she was already kind of like different, right? Like she didn't just get the powers because she was going in and out of the hex. Like just just because she went into the hex, she'd like developed these powers because she like passed through that barrier a couple times. Like it it gave her these powers. I think there was already something that like had triggered in her or something that was like already kind of like put into her that like going through this hex barrier kind of brought those powers out. So I think that's like how they're going to bring the Fantastic Four into this. Like 
I, I think there's still like that story to be told about, you know, the, the radiation up in space, like affecting people. And, and so there's still that, those like connections to the, to, um, Fantastic Four through her. And I think that is kind of like how we're going to get it. So I don't think like I'm, I'm still holding on to hope that somehow, some way we are going to get like some type of like Fantastic Four connection when it's going to be through, through her, through Monica. And I think it's, it's, it has to do with her, you know, like being in space and maybe somehow, you know, through that radiation that she got exposed to up there, the same type of radiation that like created the Fantastic Four, right? Like, uh hopefully that that's kind of how like they they kind of put the two and two together and they do that so i'm still holding on to hope that this is like the link that they're still going to use to bring like the fantastic four characters into the mcu that's a lot bro that's a lot it's a I lot i think it's gonna happen dude that's a lot and yeah man i, I think you know uh the fact that they are able to like inter- intertwine all these like possible stories and possibilities man that's a props to the writers that they give us that, you know, that, that, uh, amount of stuff to be able to kind of discuss and say like, you know, this is, this is what might happen. And this, it just, it's just really, it's really awesome. Dude. I don't think we've talked enough about the music, the, the work that has gone in to do a theme song for every episode that has to deal with like old sitcoms. And and yeah. the work that goes into it, the the subtle lyrics on there that kind of gives you a little bit of insight what's going on, like stuff like that is is pretty amazing, dude. And that that duo, and I think their last name is Lopez. I, I, sorry that I don't know their names at the moment, but there you can look it up because they're the same people who wrote the songs for Frozen and one other animator. I can't think of it at the moment. Oh, nice. who? Did no, I said, oh, nice. That's dope. Oh, I thought you said, uh, no, I think it's Coco. People who wrote Coco and Frozen are the same ones who are making music for this, for WandaVision. I'm not sure about the Coco, but, but I'm pretty sure it's Frozen. So it's uh, it's crazy. These they, they've done, The work they've gone into writing this music, and, I, and that leads me to, so we have theme music, but then we have, when we have the revelation that Agnes is Agatha Harkness, that song, dude, that plays... It's freaking crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was all along. Yeah, the little, it's dude. It's it's really great, man. So I mean, I think uh, were you super? I wasn't surprised about who Agnes was because it was kind of out there. Uh, yeah, not as a spoiler, but both most people were theorizing that that she was Agatha Harkness. Um, so for those who don't know, Jay, do you know a little bit? Or do you want me to say a little bit about who Agatha Harkness was? Um, yeah, well, I know in the comics, she's kind of a neutral character. So she kind of like flip flops between like being, you know, like in opposition to Wanda, but then she also like uh, mentors her and kind of helps her through her, uh, like navigating her powers and figuring this thing out. Um, so in the comics, like, I think she like dies a couple times too, and then comes back as a ghost and, and, like so, so she's a really interesting character who's kind of been around has like a pretty deep history too, uh, in in the, the uh, uh, Marvel comics. Um, but I think that's what makes the character interesting is that like she isn't outright just a a like a villain, and and I don't think in this show either that they're really I don't think she's gonna be like the main villain. And I know there's a lot of like speculation about like there there's another like big bad i think behind everything and she's kind of like whoever her husband ralph is i think is like that other character that is going to come in that's going to be like the actual villain that is kind of behind all this and i know they've kind of thrown out like mefesto as being one of the villains i know nightmare is out there as being one of the villains uh there's another guy too uh, there's another person that i know that they're they're theorizing because you see his like helmet in that first episode uh when you're uh do you remember that like that first episode in like the credit or like the the opening credits they're kind of like phasing through the floors it's like an animated uh uh, opening sequence Mm -hmm. and like in the in between the floorboards there's like a helmet to like this character and i forget what his name is uh or what the character is king the conqueror 
no, 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 it's someone else. Um, I can't remember. Because right I remember that. I remember someone talking about the helmet that they see on on the screen or something. I don't. Right, yeah, right. I don't, so the, okay. they were saying that it was like you know, it's kind of pointing towards like that character, that villain, still being a part of you know, or like still being the one who's kind of like behind all this. So uh, all that to say, like, I think it's it's still just like interesting that they're using this character, Agatha Harkness, uh, here as kind of like like the villain, I guess, or they're kind of pointing her to be like the villain. But, um, you know, Catherine Hahn, who is the one who portrays Ag- Agatha, Agatha Harkness, I'm getting confused now with Agnes <laughs> and Agatha. Um, like, she's amazing in this too, dude. And she does such a great job of like, in, in all the periods, like all the, the different type of sitcoms and shows, like she's like hit like that perfect tone and it was just the way that she portrays all those characters is just fantastic so she's doing a great job of um you know just bringing that character to life so i'm excited to see what they do uh with her throughout the rest of the show so i don't know did you want to add anything else to that like who the character actually is no no i i think the only thing that i could um that i could uh say about it is that i I, she's not in the comics, she's straight up. I know we say like neutral, but she was never like uh, really outright evil. You know what I mean? Like right. she didn't really do anything uh, to really be considered a villain. It was more like she was more on the side of helping out the Avengers and being a mentor to um, Wanda. And so it's kind of throws out. It's kind of weird that in in WandaVision, she's like a straight up villain. Like you gotta say it. She's She's a straight up villain in that. And so it does make it weird that, you know, that's where they're going. Who knows where they're going with it? But they've been doing a good job, that's for sure. That that's that's for sure. That she's been playing it so well, man, that and that and that uh that song, dude, that Agatha all along. Yeah. <laughs> freaking crazy, dude. Like you guys can look it up, dude. Uh we don't want to get in trouble by Disney, but uh, you can play it. But it's a, uh, it, it's a really, really like catchy song, and they did a really good job with it. So, yeah, it's uh, it was really cool. I hate that they ended like that, though. I was like, I want to see more. What's happening? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely looks great um, of where they're going right now. So, yeah, man, we'll leave it at that. We I'm, we just have to wait a couple hours to watch it, dude. We'll stay up late, bro. Bro, when we were in um, in uh, Florida two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the time change, you can he- see it. You can watch it midnight here, Pacific time, but over there, you'd have to wait till three in the morning. Oh and, shoot! And uh, we were in Florida that Thursday night, Friday, and uh, we, Jason and Jonathan, and myself, we put our alarms at three a.m. so we could watch it. Oh my god! <laughs> so we got up and we could watch it. Dude. So we we're like watching it on our iPads and stuff, whatever. But yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty funny. That's amazing. Yeah, seriously, man. But uh, anyway, so yeah, let's leave it at that. We're gonna. I don't know if we're gonna keep talking about well, this. I know we got two more episodes, so yeah. it's gonna be chock full of stuff, man. There's gonna be so much material on these two. I just can't wait, bro. It's just gonna be crazy. Well, I guess before we move on to like whatever we have next, do you want to give any type of prediction or where do you think they kind of go from from here? Now that we now that we kind of know who the villain is, and which is kind of interesting that they're bringing in the villain like you know, uh, this is like the second to last episode, right? Like, so it's kind of like later in the game. Um, but where do you think that they go from here? Like who, well, I think from here, I think we're going to find out who that. that yeah. I, I do agree that there's a big bad behind Agatha. I don't think she's the, the num just the main one. I think there's someone else behind it. Um, because since they saying it's going to lead into, um, uh, it's going to lead into, uh, Doctor Strange, I think there's got to be a bigger, just bigger than life kind of villain here. So I'm thinking that it's going to probably be um, a Nightmare. I think Mephisto is too on the nose of like the devil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to be uh, it's really going to be Mephisto. I think it's going to be Nightmare. And and and, and the, the just the name Nightmare brings you like, you know, remember that they're going to do like the, sort of a horror aspect to Doctor Strange 
So that's just my prediction. I think it's going to be Nightmare who's behind it all. We are, I think, we're going to see Doctor Strange, no doubt. If it's not on this episode, it'll be on the last episode where we'll finally see Doctor Strange. And I think this is somehow will lead into mutants coming into the MCU. So that's as far as I, my predictions go. I haven't seen anything, so I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I've seen things out there. That I've seen what some things that seem fake or whatever, but I think uh, I, I think this is going to open up the door to have... I mean, it's, it's not a far-fetched because we're looking at uh, Evan Peters, um, the Fox version of Quicksilver in here. So, right. we, you know, we know he's a, a mutant there. So, somehow that's going to open up the door to have more mutants into the MCU officially. So I don't know. I'm just excited, man. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I know that, uh, like you said, there's, there's been, I mean, I've gone the, down the rabbit, the rabbit hole already a couple times on this one and just watching like video after video of like theories and things that people are talking about. And there's one that I kind of like aligned with the most. And I think that's kind of what I'm hoping for in that in this last episode, I know that, um, uh, the Hawkins guy. I think it was his name, right? Like, uh, um, Hayward. Hayward. That's his name. Uh, the Hayward dude is like wanted to freaking nuke the whole thing. Right. And like, just kind of jack the whole hex up. Um, but they're saying that, uh, that through that like explosion and like the radiation that comes through that explosion, that that's essentially how the multiverse is going to be like, like created or like, exploited i guess um and and that you know um the hex and like wander herself is gonna use like that explosion as a way to like fracture the hex and then it's just gonna create like all these other like smaller pocket dimensions and so that's how we're gonna get those crossovers between uh uh spider-man and like the andrew garfield and toby mcguire's spider-man is that they've kind of like hinted at i don't know if it's like actually true but they're saying that like They've said that like Jamie Foxx's Electro and uh, uh, Albert Molina's uh, Doc Ock are going to be in this new Spider-Man. Uh, so those you know those characters from those other Spider-Man movies are not going to appear in this MCU Spider-Man movie again. That's like the perfect way for them to bring in like the X-Men from the like the Fox universe uh, again, like Fantastic Four. Like so, all these like multi-dimensional universes are not going to be created through this one like event that I think is going to happen here in WandaVision. Uh, so that's kind of where I think is, is what they're leading to. And what we're going to see happen is that this, you know, this explosion is going to cause like the multiverse to actually come into being. And, uh, and then we're just going to like, that's how we're going to get introduced to all of these different like franchises and characters and Damn. Deadpool and all that stuff. So yeah, some... I think, uh, yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah, dude, for sure, man. And I think uh, this is a, it's a good segue. This is a final thing we'll talk about before we end the show. But we, I wanted to just point out, and you you brought up Spider-Man, that we have an official title for the next Spider-Man movie, but it didn't come without some teasing by uh, by uh, some of the actors on there. And I thought it was pretty funny, right? We, had, um, we initially thought when Tom Holland tweeted out, uh, the new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Three: Phone Home. And we're like, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. And then, um, what's his name? Um, I don't know by his character name, like Ned. J- Jacob Bar- Bartolon. Jacob Bartolon. That's his name. He brought up uh, Home Wrecker, and yeah. I thought that was like Home Wrecker. That's funny. So is that the title? And then Zendaya comes up with Home Slice. Yeah, that's dope. I-, I think I'm attributing the right ones to them or something. Who came up with what? But they were like, oh, you know, those. everybody was talking about, wait, they're just trolling us as to what the real title is. And sure enough, we got a teaser of what the title is. And the title of the movie is a little more bleak than these funny titles. It's uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And uh, mm. I love, number one, I love that they kept the home kind of arc, right? You have yeah. uh, uh, Homecoming, then you have uh, Far From Home. And now you have for the third movie, No Way Home. So I I I like the the that home theme that they put on there, but yeah. the fact that they call it No Way Home that seems bleak, man. That sounds sounds like, man, it's not as you know homecoming and uh, far from home. I'm having a adventure somewhere else, but now it's like 
There's no way home. This is wow. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But did you like the title? Well, yeah, and I think it's it kind of like uh, it alludes to everything that we're talking about, right? Like there is uh, this multiverse. I think that's out there, and uh, I think that's that's kind of what it's pointing towards. You know, like this people are gonna be like not in their home, or let's say not in their dimension. And that's going to be one of the problems is trying to figure out how to get these people back home. Uh, and also, like, if we remember, like, where we left off in Far From Home, uh, Peter's probably going to be on the run, right? Because the... Yeah, uh, I think he's a bad guy, right? He did something, so... Yeah, Mysterio yeah. kind of called him out. And so he probably can't go home. Uh, so he's on the run and trying to, like, figure out where to go from there. So... Uh, um, you know, I think it's it's kind of cool that this is, it, of course, like Marvel's just going to pull the rug under us. We, we think that we have it figured out and it's going to be like nowhere close to what we're talking about. But I, I, it's cool that it's kind of like it's piquing our interest in all these different scenarios and possibilities that it could be like, yeah, it could be like a multidimensional thing. Like they're trying to get people back kind of like they did in in um, in like Spider-Verse, right, where all these different Spider-Man are trying to get back home before they just kind of like wake out and go crazy in this other dimension then or like peter just kind of being on the run and trying to figure out how to clear his name and do all that so i think it's like cool that we kind of yeah there it is definitely bleaker it is definitely uh uh not as cheerful or uh fantastical as any of the other titles yeah. uh but i think it's like cool that it's it's kind of like that progression, right? That we have to see, like within the character too. So yeah, it's gonna um, be it's gonna be crazy. It, and that movie comes out this year too, so it's uh, <clears throat> we at least can expect it sometime uh, December, I believe, is when we're gonna get this movie. Oh, nice. so, yeah, so it's exciting, man. So yeah, man, that's our show for today, bro. Uh, that's all we got, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We appreciate the support, and, and we just uh, love that you guys are with us listening and uh, we invite you guys to come back next week as we're going to be talking about uh, the March preview that we have of uh, stuff that's coming out in March what we recommend for you guys to check out because they'll be the simple easy choices but we can recommend some other stuff that you guys should go and check out as well so uh, come back for that next week uh, make sure to hit up our social media pages at the beta report on our IG uh, Twitter that we don't use and of course Facebook so hit us up but you can always and don't forget to go and subscribe to the podcast anywhere where you can get a podcast um, and uh, visit the website at thebetareport.com you can see or not see but listen to all the older episodes that we have on there so come back and check us out so thank you so much for the beta report this is the con this is Jay and this is the Bayer Report. Bayers! Bye!